Good morning. It's Aya Wimala, and uh, we're having such a beautiful summer morning. Uh, kind of hot. We lost our coolness, but it's still a beautiful sunny day. So today, our time together, I'm going to read. We're in the last bits of um, Dhamma Everywhere by Ashin Tejaniya, or Sayadaw Tejaniya. And we're in Dhamma in the mornings, where he's doing, um, he has, uh, these are his morning, They are. this is from his morning uh, reminders when he has people doing long retreats. And we're still we're still on his advice for day one, and then we're quickly moving into day two. So this is called this section is called this practice is for always. Remember that practice is not done only through sitting. It is not only when you sit to meditate that there is awareness. The awareness must be present at all times in all activities. Once you have a right attitude of balanced effort without expectations, try to be continuously aware. The awareness must be present. Only then will momentum develop. It is important to learn to be aware for longer and longer periods so that you can use this momentum outside. And that momentum is that energy we need we need to get the momentum going and then it it will appear to be effortless you are not exerting so much energy or yearning for something neither the mind nor the body should become tired there's no need to focus work with balance calm and continuity and you know there's no need to focus at this point because focusing is happening you're, you're becoming focused. The most important aspect of meditation is the meditating mind. Awareness must always be present. Otherwise, whether the mind observe whether the mind is working or not. Keep checking the mind to see whether awareness is present. What is the mind aware of? It is important to practice with care, respect, and interest and practice as much as you can. You've come this far and you will get as much as you put in. Be satisfied with the sati and samadhi that develop. Sati is mindfulness. Samadhi is that uh, unified, stable mind. So be satisfied with the sati and samadhi that develop. Finally, remember to practice consistently throughout the day, all the time, with a balanced mind and right effort. And don't uh, don't say don't say to this, "I don't have time to be aware all the time," or "I don't have time for that," because just think, when we are not aware, if we if we're moving through our days not aware, we create problems for ourselves. We make mistakes. We um, 
we might use the wrong speech and create problems with our loved ones. So we, we're saving time when you think about it, when we can maintain our awareness, be paying attention to our mind and what's happening. We can catch so many things before it gets out of hand or before we've completely lost that awareness and we're just uh, moving through the day like a robot. Day two, the meditating mind must be a Dhamma mind, be calm, comfortable, and relaxed with peace, faith, and intelligence. That is how you should be practicing. Wisdom is there when there is right awareness. However, if the awareness is too focused, there's no chance for wisdom to come in. That's an important one. If the awareness is too focused, there's no chance for wisdom to come in. That is why we don't force, focus, control, or restrict. We don't try to make anything disappear. We are just aware of all that is happening and all that is passing away. There are no expectations or discontentment. Do not forget be aware. Keeping that in mind, you have to keep checking the mind. What is the mind doing? Is it aware? Does it know? What does it know? How much can it know? There needs to be an alertness to knowing objects. This means knowing when hearing happens, when contact happens. The mind is alert when the mind knows objects as contact happens. There is the Dhamma we must have and there is the Dhamma we must know. When we refer to the Dhamma, we must have, let me start that again, when we refer to the Dhamma we must have, we mean the five spiritual faculties of Sati, Samadhi, Vidya, which is energy, Sadha, faith, and Panya, wisdom. The Dhamma we must know is what is happening in the mind and body. Meditation is the practice of cultivating and developing the Dhamma that we don't already have to come to know what we don't already know. Okay, so the Dhamma we must know is what is happening in the mind and body. And meditation is the practice of cultivating and developing the Dhamma that we don't already have to come to know what we don't already know. Cultivating wholesome qualities. Now, I did tell you we're in day two. Okay. We meditate to develop the sati, Samadhi, Vidya, Sadha, and Panya that are not yet present in the mind. Okay, with these are five words you want to remember by the end of what I'm talking about today. The stronger these five spiritual faculties become, the weaker the defilements come. And those defilements are all uh, mental defilements. 
When sati is present, defilements become weak. Sati is mindfulness. When samadhi is present, defilements become weak. Samadhi is that stable mind. When vidya is present, defilements become weak. And that's that, that's that energy. When sadha is present, defilements become weak. And that's our confidence in our practice, our confidence in our ability to practice. And when panya is present, defilements become weak. Okay, and panya is wisdom. So those are the five. What is important is that we meditate to nurture and cultivate these currently weak, wholesome mental qualities so that they can grow stronger and stronger. Mindfulness meditation is not about seeking unique experiences. Wisdom does not have the desire for specific things to happen. And we all know there are a lot of people who want to have, uh, may, sometimes they may even want to have an out-of-body out experience, or they may want to have visions, or they may want to have um, something like a real powerful bodily experience uh, or mind experience that's it's, uh, it's, it's very sensual to the, point of, to the point of being sensual. And that's not what we're looking for when, we, when we're looking for wisdom. Wisdom does not have the desire for specific things to happen. Sadha and Vidya have the wish to keep up the practice. Vidya is the wish to practice continuously and with perseverance. So that's the kind of energy we're talking about. It is the wish to practice continually and with perseverance. Sadha wants to continue meditation because it knows the value of the practice. Merely focusing on results is a work of loba, and that's that greed, that's that desire, or that craving. If you are pleased that you see the object you wanted to see, that is the work of loba. So your, your pleasant feeling is because you got what you wanted, <laughs> you got what you desired. Dissatisfaction with getting an object other than what you want to see is dosa, and that's that aversion, that's anger, aversion. These are both defilements. All objects are dhamma-nature. All objects are dhamma-nature, dhamma-phenomena. You can't hold on to any object with lopa or greed. Don't perceive any objects or experiences as good or bad, as, as another, let's see, I'm not understanding this sentence. Don't perceive any objects of experience as good or bad, as no object or experience is better than any other experience or object. So don't think of your your meditation uh, object as good or bad because there's no object that's any better than another or any worse. 
Objects are just objects. They are to be known. That's all. Don't go looking for objects or experiences that you may think are good. The search for good experiences is coming at the bidding of greed. You are not meditating to get good experiences. If there's thinking right now or you are feeling heat, just know what is happening. What are they? All are just phenomena or objects. The work of meditation is not to develop objects which are just happening through their own causes. The work of meditation is to cultivate the five spiritual faculties of sati, samadhi, vidya, sadha, and panya. Enjoying the practice. Is it better to delight in a good sitting or better to have awareness? It is not about liking the results, but about enjoying the practice itself. You will continue to practice on your own when you are interested in and happy to practice and when you are invigorated by the work you are doing. Only when you see and understand the effects of your practice will you want to pay attention to becoming skillful in fulfilling the causes and conditions. If the causes are good, the effects will also be good. Let whatever is happening happen, but don't forget the knowing. Investigate and learn. The taste of Dhamma. Naturally, if there are wholesome mental states, there will be peace. It is important that the meditating mind is a wholesome mind, a working towards wholesomeness. Sati, Samadhi, Vidya, Sadha, and Panya are all wholesome. Out of all the wholesome actions we can do, dana, sila, samadhi, and panya, so generosity, virtue, that having that balanced mind and wisdom, cultivating wholesome mental qualities through vipassana bhavana, which is wisdom, is the highest one. Most people in this world like to enjoy the taste of good feelings or sensations. You need to taste the full flavors of Dhamma, of knowing, of awareness, and of understanding. It is said that among all tastes, the best taste is the taste of Dhamma. The taste of Dhamma is not just a feeling of peace, It is the supreme taste of knowing and understanding. So why don't we stop with that so we can practice together. So I think these things are such good advice to remember, to carry with you. I really hope you have a book like this or a book that you can open up and turn to and um, really tap into whenever you need it and whenever you feel that your practice may be, um, when you're confused or you you feel like your practice, you're not sure if you're doing things right or if um, if you're even 
on any kind of path, you need to have something that really allows you to check in with yourself. And if you if you have a book that you can pick up and uh, it reconnects you to your practice and keep practicing. You need to taste the full flavors of Dhamma, of knowing, of awareness, and of understanding. So um, let's sit together. So just let your body get into that comfortable posture. And uh, you, you might feel relief when you realize you don't have to even think about whether you're having a good sitting or a bad sitting. We don't want to pull things towards us so we have an experience we think other people are having. Just remember we're working with our minds. So whatever object arises for you or whatever object you are having that light focus on or whatever you see or you're aware of, it may be something rising within your body, it may be something uh, you're feeling, it can be something that you're observing or become aware of or a thought that comes into your head, that is your object. But what you want to be doing is just seeing and being aware of your reaction to it, what's going on in your mind. Not how to think about it, but what's going on in your mind, what's being created in your mind. That's what we're looking at. That's where the defilements come from. So that's what we're, we want to be aware of. Is what arises something that we think is skillful and wholesome, or is it, does it have defilements? It's not good or bad, it's just how we react. So you can close your eyes. Be aware of the body breathing. Whatever posture you're in, let your back feel lifted. Now focus for a moment on yourself. How do you feel about yourself? How is your relationship with yourself? Let's begin by sending metta to ourselves. These these are difficult days because now everything back in the news is warning us about COVID rates rising. We're being asked to mask up again when we're indoors. 
in groups of people. If you're not vaccinated, please get vaccinated. Please make those steps to care for yourself and, so importantly, to care for others. Part of our practice is to do no harm. No harm to ourselves and no harm to others. So make the right steps. So it can be difficult in the times we're going through in the world to feel like you can, that you even should love yourself. There's so much outside of us, it seems to be um, on fire. But we have to begin by loving ourselves, befriending ourselves, really caring about ourselves. So send those words that comfort you and that are are the words you share with your own true self. May I be well. May I be content. May I be at peace with myself and with the world. May I accept myself just exactly where I am and who I am. With each breath, take in that love and acceptance of yourself. Now extend these same thoughts and feelings out to your loved ones, those closest to you. May my loved ones be well. May they feel safe. 
May they be free from fear and worry and anxiety. May they be content. And may they be at peace, both with themselves and with the world. Now just allow these thoughts of kindness, friendliness, of goodwill to just move out over and around this great earth. And all the creatures, all the life, all human beings and non-human beings on this earth and even further out into the universe. Extend this practice and this quality of metta, of loving-kindness, of goodwill, There's no room in your heart when you practice this for uh, any kind of exclusions to metta. It's an all-or-nothing practice. And just recognize that. You may not feel that way right now. You may feel like you have enemies or you have people They're bad people and good people. Uh, When we practice metta, we let go of that. That's a, we take a view that's, we back up and take a long view and send this metta out into our universe and not forgetting our next door neighbor. May all beings be free from suffering and the causes and conditions for suffering. May they be free from fear and worry and anxiety, free from hunger and thirst and the extremes of the climate change we're seeing. May all beings be able to care for themselves or be cared for by loved ones. And may we all live in peace within and without. 
And if you have time, sit longer. You can just sit with this metta practice, really feeling it for yourself, feeling it for all others. Just be with your breath. And may you have a beautiful day. And remember those five spiritual qualities. That's what we're working with when we meditate. That's what we're developing. We're learning when we meditate what we don't know. But as we go about our day, remember to be aware Have a beautiful day, and I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you Thursday.